Hello and welcome to the Yerky Boys. May the Candrona shine and strengthen you. My name is Will. My name is Jonathan. And we are the Yerky, the Yerky Boys. Boys. <laughs> so, look, my voice is not good this week. It's not it's good. It's gonna be fine. And I tried to come out strong. Like I was like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna fake them out. I'm gonna. No. I'm going to make my throat do what I needed to do, as I've said many times in the past for various reasons. <laughs> and it didn't It didn't do it. It, it sounded yeah. like shit. <laughs> yeah, it was... You sound... He's going to sound better than that most of the podcast. It's, it's not that bad. You, <laughs> you should have just done what you were capable of. Here's the thing. It's minute one. As I talk more, my, my throat's going to, the grooves are going to get smoothed out. And by hour three or four, I will sound a lot better. Yeah, that makes sense. That's uh, how that works. I have some water. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not even sick. Just so you know, I'm not even sick. My throat's just sore. Hmm. I don't know. It feels like you might be sick. I'm not sick. I don't have any other, I'm not sick. I just have a sore throat. Okay. Well, I'm glad I'm not over there at any rate. It's fine. I'm not contagious because I don't have anything that makes me sick. Tell right. them what we're doing today. Today, we are going to be reading Megamorphs 2 in the Time of Dinosaurs. Now, we're only doing the first half of this book up through chapter 19 this week. Um, so, you know, as, as to why that is, one, I, I think... <laughs> okay, I actually think there is less to this book than there was to book 18. The one we did last week, uh, on the whole. However, um, <laughs> it's longer. It is longer, but last book was dense. Sure. Um, but I, I do feel like, you know, when we were talking about that book, you know, we, and by we, I mean mostly you, got burnt out toward the end, and I really feel like we didn't do Look. you know the bright hole and the snake tunnel and <laughs> oh the city of worms like that's where most of the interesting stuff to discuss was happening and we were getting tired by that point i think it's uh, fine i think we discussed the bright hole and the city of worms more than most people would care to <laughs> i don't think that's true i love the bright hole I love me a bright hole. What can I say? Well, let's f tell. What didn't you get to say about your bright hole that you wanted to talk no, about? No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, there it's is fine. nothing. We're, There's nothing. We're moving on. We're on a new book now. Okay, but the point is, I do think that this book, like the last book, um, the some of the more discussion worthy things are in the back half, and I want to make sure that we have time to focus on it. I'm also very confident in our ability to get at least like minimum an hour and a half out of anything. So I'm not too worried about, you know, not making time. Like, well, it'll be fine. This might be a little bit of a shorter episode. It might not. I don't know how well we'll be able to control ourselves. Do you remember the episode of Friends when Monica's sick and she's trying to convince Chandler to have sex with her? I don't think I do, actually. Yeah, and he's like, no, could you be any more gross? And she's like, but Chandler, I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> now it's it's all coming back to me now. Yeah, and the way what gets him in the end is she has some like Vicks Vaco, Vapo rub or something. And she's like rubbing it on her neck and her chest. And that's what makes Chandler horny and they have sex. So is that what you plan to do this episode? <laughs> 
<laughs> Could be. Anyway, I just thought if I talked about that, that'll help us get the episode to 90 minutes. Okay. <laughs> that that makes sense. It just I I'll try to control myself, but I don't know if I'll be able to resist your husky voice over there. I know. All the the, the listeners love it. Oh god, it sounds bad. <laughs> it sounds bad. It's going to be okay. <laughs> I promise it's going to be okay. It's all right. Anyway, I think there's plenty to discuss in this book. I have lots of things to talk about. I think Good. I think Good. fuck the city of fucking worms. Give me dinosaurs over that shit any day of the week. Bitch. <laughs> Good. Well, we've got plenty of dinosaurs to talk about uh today. This is in the time of dinosaurs, uh, as you know, um attentive listeners may have picked up on. <laughs> it's also would be the title of the of the show. Right. Yes. So attentive readers as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now this is our this is our second megam these second megamorphs. Yes. What are there four of these? There are four. Great. Now uh, it looks like <laughs> this was released in six different covers. Is that that is what I am seeing. I don't remember any covers other than the one I have, but th- that's what it says. And it would make sense because you know there's also six different inner covers. I have the Marco one. It would be kind of weird if the inner cover was just Marco turning into a spider, which doesn't even happen in the book. Uh, (laughs) Well, what color is yours? Mine is orange. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, sure. Maybe there must have been six different ones. Yeah, it it makes sense. Um, Now, this this is also one of the first Animorphs books I ever read um because wow. yeah like it, when i went out and bought books for the first time i bought the most recent book which was 20 at the time and the most recent megamorphs because it was the big one it was the big event and because it had dinosaurs and like what kid is going to resist the dinosaur book right right so again something to keep in mind when i'm reading this i have almost no knowledge of anything that's going on in animorphs the first time <laughs> Yeah. So just imagine little little eight year old Will or whatever trying to figure out what the fuck is going. On. I, I guess I didn't have any problems with it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see how that. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> that you kind of got to get through to understand what the fuck's happening. <laughs> it's funny because I mean, it's like the premise of the book is a sci-fi premise that's. Like, that could be an entire book without the baggage of an entire sci-fi series. (laughs) You know, it's a lot. These books just have a lot going on in them. You know what? We should have just recorded. If we recorded later in the day, my voice will get better later in the day. But we started already, so. It's going to be okay. I promise you. I'm just, I I feel self-conscious about it. It's okay. All right. (laughs) Well, if you have any questions, comments about John's voice, uh, if you want to tell him how good or how bad he sounds, you can email us at theyerkyboys at gmail.com. So these covers are just a bunch of eyes and yes. some spots and shit. <laughs> yeah, the, it's like uh, animal textures, right? I see, what is that, a jaguar, I guess? That's not a leopard, right? That's a jaguar. <laughs> the guy a, a jaguar is the... British oh no, and then there's like a leopard down in the other 
Yeah, okay. And then there's a tiger and a giraffe for some reason. I don't right. think they ever morph. I don't, I, as far as I can remember, they never morph a giraffe in this series. I could well, be wrong on that. It's a, it's a familiar pattern, you know? They needed something right. distinct. What's in the top is it, left? Is it the same patterns on all the books? Yeah. I mean, it looks like it. That's kind of weird because these are all orange animals. So on my orangey cover, it kind of looks normal. Huh. Now, on the picture for Seropedia, these colors are, like, really oversaturated. Like, my orangey one is not nearly that orange. Uh, Well, it looks like there's a zebra up top. Or is that a tiger? Oh, maybe there is a... (laughs) I just see stripes. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what the hell that is up there. And and I don't know what the one over, like, right under K Applegate. I don't know what the hell that pattern is. That's what I was asking about. Yeah, that looks like... It looks like... Gales or spikes or something? Yeah, or um, or what's the word for it? You know when you've got those like steel platforms and they've got all the raised bumps? That's what it looks like. Yeah, right. Um, now on the in the in the middle of the cover, it says in thought speak, mm-hmm. no one knows who we are. Three dots. Just want to point out right. th- three dots. Mm-hmm. Break from tradition here. So that's a little bit weird. Two things I noticed that are not on this cover. Number one, the title. Number two, dinosaurs. <laughs> so here's the really interesting thing. I'm looking at my copy now, and I did not notice this. The stuff on Seropedia, it says no one knows who we are, dot, dot, dot. That is not on my cover. Huh. My cover says, not in thought speak, it just says in the time of dinosaurs. And has no other thing. What the fuck? I don't... Is someone on Seropedia trying to Mandela affect us? (laughs) There needs to be... I need, like, a real Animorphs lore master. You know, one of of these, like, here's every piece of merchandise ever created, and let me go over it in detail, right? This This is what I need. I'm looking at the trivia section on the shit website Seropedia. Says, uh... The only Megamorphs to have seven versions of its of its co- cover, each with a different color front. Um, okay, and they show six covers. So here. maybe you have the seventh. <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to go find all this stuff out myself. I'm going to devote my life to it, and I'm going to become like the cyber shell, but for Animorphs. Ooh. I see the... That's... I just... What the hell happened? My computer just turned into a... I see your cover. The your bird? cover is on here as well. Okay. I don't. I don't. I swear to God, it just turned into it. I wasn't touching my mouse. It, this is it morphed. Like the Elemis just made my computer show that photo. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, the timeline has been rewritten. But it's there. I see your your cover looks sensible. Well, this one, the one I'm seeing, shifts from purple at the top to orange and yellow at the bottom. That looks like the best I, of all worlds. I guess it's a little purple, at least in the the weird pattern that I don't know what it is. Yeah. Anyway. Now, what I do just, we think about whose eyes these are? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because well, I mean, it's, it's really obvious which don't ones worry, are folks, Tobias we're and We're going to get right? to the full amount of time this week. You're going to get yeah, your money's Yeah, we sure worth. are. <laughs> to me, it seems... It seems pretty obvious that the bottom two should probably be Rachel and Cassie, right? Top right, that looks like uh, Rachel to me. <laughs> <laughs> Tobias wishes. 
<laughs> uh, yeah. Is is that even is that part of Axe's nose? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's you gotta be. Some, uh, you do have noses, I see now. Yeah, it's not. I thought it was literally just their eyes, but it's actually their faces uh, dissolving with the background. Yeah, I would say that's Cassie on the bottom, then Rachel. They have feminine Jake, eyes. Jake in the middle and Marco top left. I'm it's see this is the problem is, is that it's not actually clear to me which one's Jake and which one's Marco. Well, here's how I you know? determined it. Yeah. Jake's the protagonist, so he would be in the middle. <laughs> hmm. He's the he's the leader. He's they're going to give him front and center spot. I'm going to switch him. I think the middle eyes are more mischievous looking. You know, that's the Marco eye. To well, me. you can't. The, the giveaway is the lashes. If we could see the lashes. Yeah. Uh, it's too bad they're kind of. They're obscured by the animal patterns over them. We do see their brows a little bit. Maybe you're right. Maybe that is Marco in the middle. Marco you know, in the I'm middle. Looking at the, yeah, Marco in the middle. I'm looking at the Marco <laughs> on the inside of my book. <laughs> and that Marco does look more like the middle. Uh, well, maybe. I don't yeah, like how don't the top three are spread out kind of evenly. And then on the very bottom third of the book, they have three more sets of eyes just smashed together. Like poor yeah, Cassie reasonable. is like suffocating down there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they had to make room for the title at the top. So they didn't, they couldn't quite, uh, spread them out it feels like they designed the where the title goes first and then said we need to put the eyes around it because i think if you just made this artwork you would never put the eyes that way if there wasn't stuff in the middle yeah no i i uh yeah i feel you <laughs> now <laughs> well, now these inner they can't possibly have much to say about just sets of eyes on this cover they'll move on quickly this week for sure <laughs> no way i have a lot to say about those eyeballs now tell me what this is is the inside cover what i'm seeing on seropedia or is it what what is it i mean mine is is pretty much exactly this bottom uh right one with marco it's just the thing that's marco that's mine Oh, okay. There's an image on Seropedia with dinosaurs in it, and I don't know what that is. Oh, uh, I don't know. I think I see that one, and I feel like that... The one that I have here that uh, I pulled was like a poster. I see. That's got all their mid-morph. Yeah. <laughs> so this good. is... This should have been like the cover or the... And this is much better than any of the, the actual to, stuff on the book. I need to understand... Yeah. In in 1998, mm-hmm. whose decision was it when someone said, we're going to write an Animorphs book with dinosaurs in it? How should we market this? Let's put no dinosaurs on the cover of the book. What the fuck were they thinking? <laughs> yeah, it, it's, I that's don't crazy. understand that. I gotta, I gotta say, it does not... The book, I mean, there's no way this this thing it's, with the T Rex. It's all. It's like, not even so much. It's not even like it's the least interesting <sighs> cover they've ever had. <laughs> that yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Whose fucking choice was this? <laughs> it's terrible. 
I agree. I'm so mad. A hundred percent. These dinosaurs, yeah, it just would have been better. There's no question. Dear God, fuck. I mean, this. I mean, I don't even know. these inner covers, right? Like they're all mid more faces except Tobias and X, so they look fucked up. But there's just like it's just like one straight on face shot. Like that, very that's, boring. Yeah. Could have done way better. Boo. I agree. <laughs> I'm skipping this book based on the cover. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Book number 19, The Departure. <laughs> Ooh, um, all right. So. I loved Jack Nicholson in this one. <laughs> no. Oh, it's like, I shouldn't have. I gave it away. All right. Never mind. Back to before. <laughs> Back to before. That's the quote there on the inside. Yeah. Now Back that before? I, I believe that is the subtitle for um one of the other Mega Marsh books. That's four, right? Back to before, I think. You wouldn't know. I just listen. <laughs> what? Was that a four joke? No, no, no. Like uh I, I think I think Megamorphs four might be Megamorphs four back to before. I might be wrong about that. <laughs> okay. Just just like they had an idea and they used it. You know? Yeah. Yes, it is the fourth one is back to before. That's weird. <laughs> God, Axe has some serious bedroom eyes, doesn't he? He does. The top uh, his ones, stock I mean. eyes, you know, you're talking about how Elfangor's stock eyes looked menacing. Axe's look goofy as fuck. <laughs> I noticed this on uh, the last book as well. I thought, I think his eyes are looking much more cartoony. <laughs> Uh, they look real. It looks like the crab in Moana. Like they're very silly. Yeah, he's a weird guy, Axe. <laughs> they are like if I had to talk to Axe in person, I would just be staring at those fucking things. It wouldn't not the nose. It'd be the uh... Uh, the nose is fucking horrible. Axe is just one to talk about how human noses are disgusting. His nose is a fucking freak show. You kidding me? Fuck. It's all about what you're used to, you know? I could it makes sense if he's like, oh, human mouths are gross because he doesn't have one. But he's got a fucking nasty ass nose with like a (laughs) slit in it and holes. Fuck. Cover that (laughs) thing up, man. Wear a fucking mask. I think you're you're right, but I don't know. I just Anyway, let me try I'm gonna try to settle down now. Okay, all right. Yeah, don't hurt your voice before we get into this. This might be our longest, <laughs> the longest we've gone before we started talking about the book Let's make yet. this our longest episode yet. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. I believe in us. All right, go ahead. All Let's right. get started. Okay, okay. So, <clears throat> we open the book. Marco is sitting around. He's watching TV with his dad, Um and he sees, you know, a news flash comes on. Uh, a nuclear sub has uh, developed reactor problems, and it's, you know, presumed sunk somewhere off the coast. Um, so Marco excuses himself and uh, calls together all the Animorphs. They figure they better help out before some people get hurt or fucked up or whatever. So they head to the beach and morph dolphin, you know, and they, they roll out. Uh, they show up at the site of the sub. Um, luckily, they manage to find it. Uh, they grab a diver and they drag her over to it. Um, so the rescue 
uh, people, the rescue ships and everything, they, they find the sub, they're working on it. Um, the Animorphs are watching it when all of a sudden they see everybody start running away real fast. And they're like, oh, fuck. And so they start running too uh, when the whatever the reactor problem was uh, goes off and the nuclear submarine explodes. Um, <laughs> kind of a wild <laughs> intro here. They, they get right into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's at this point, the Animorphs are basically just superheroes, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> because this, they're just, this is not Yerk related. They're just doing no. some vigilante shit. Yeah. And I feel like normally Jake is like, we don't do this, right? We're not going to do, I guess something about a nuclear sub made him, I don't know. It's it's weird. He's just like, eh, I guess that's our job, and everyone is like, Yeah, you're right. Let's go turn into dolphins. Like, it's yeah, it's 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 weird. Uh, it is very timely, though. You know, for us to be talking about this right now, all the you've got the submarine, the Titanic submarines, right. and you've yeah. got Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning, Part One. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, nuclear subs or sub- regular subs. Yeah, they're uh, they're in the zeitgeist right now. Kind of want a sandwich. Oh, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, it's pretty good. The, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I, I I I want you to whatever you're saying here. Okay. Yeah. It's well, more important. This isn't. I'm noticing a trend with these books. Is the uh, the record scratch? Yep, that's me. Wondering how I got here. <laughs> Feels like that's. <laughs> That's a thing for the openings now. Uh, And I'm also, I'm going to comment on this. I know it's been happening for a while now, but we keep, every book mentions the Geds (laughs) in the beginning. Mm. Yeah. And the fact that the Yerks have taken over many races, including the Geds. (laughs) Right. Yeah. She's softening you up for the Ged Chronicles. Like, I'm sure Geds will come up, up again at some point, but. It it's just funny that she feels the need to throw another alien name in there as like it feels like that should be very important and it you really don't need to ever know what a ged is like even even in the book with geds you don't really need to care what they do yeah yeah I, and even going forward i think the only real purpose the geds serve is is people being like so what did yurks infest before they conquered the taxons and the orc like that's it that's what geds are for <laughs> that answers that question for you it's, you just we just gotta get geds in there we just yeah we just do you like not love geds <laughs> i'm a ged head oh ooh, i like that now i'm a gedhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i thought you might be didn't know I could be one before. Now, uh, on a point of interest to you, uh, there is a part in here where God, somebody bored. might have been, might have been Marco, uh, <laughs> but somebody in here makes a reference to Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm just going to tell you, this is not a like typo or misprint in your version. In the mm. official version, yeah, she has learned that Spider-Man does indeed have a hyphen. I like that. Yeah, I and I'm not sure. I thought maybe there was a time before this with a hyphen, but maybe I'm misremembering. Oh, that was the time where um, 
it was hyphenated because it was split between two lines. <laughs> but then later in the same book, she uses it without the hyphen. <laughs> even worse. That's even worse. Yeah, no, pretty bad. But that's I'm good. hoping going forward we see the hyphen. Yes, I am hopeful for that as well. It'd be good if she then started adding the hyphen to Batman too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I think there should be a, all these superhero names should be hyphenated: Daredevil, Superman. We need more hyphens. Yeah. It's the up. Hulk. I <laughs> see. You would put it after the H. <laughs> well, I put it after the U. Oh, okay. Even, <laughs> even better. Right. The huh, huh, Hulk. Good job. Uh, yeah, there's some there's some fun stuff in this in these early chapters. I like all of Marco's descriptions of everybody. You know, we get we get to start with Marco, so I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tobias is still afraid of the water, so that's the character trait that we know about. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> but we yeah. just we just reminded that it's there. Yeah, he's grumpy until he turns into a dolphin. <laughs> right. And then, uh, yeah, I guess I guess we didn't Axe get to the... Axe is disturbingly attractive. Right? right, which I did highlight. <laughs> I know we've talked about it before, but... Yeah. It, it, is, it is so weird that in every book, she continues to use disturbingly attractive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... It's that's just become the go-to for Axe's morph. It's you could just say like you know he's kind of I don't know maybe maybe she's just trying to tell you about Marco's <laughs> gay panic, but yeah, could be, could be. Um, what else do I have in here? Oh, the diver says blow 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 mo when they're uh, dragging her through the water. Right, when that I did like that when they choose to kidnap a live human woman <laughs> which is a little bit um frightening well they kind of lassie her right yeah they use the word kidnap it's not really what they do <laughs> uh, i it's and while we're in the water here i have some questions because yeah. they mentioned that axe is really good at swimming or he they can do? swim they say he can swim well Okay, sure. I like, don't remember does, that. Does that make sense? <laughs> Do, like, a horse can't swim, right? <laughs> I guess he I has no forearms that would help him, but it doesn't They're very seem, weak. I'm trying to imagine an axe swimming, and it seems like... It doesn't seem like his body was really made for it. <laughs> yeah, he'd be doing like the Andalite paddle. Like he's got heavy hooves and stuff. He's, he'd be sinking. Yeah. <laughs> now I want to find out if horses can swim. Yeah, you look that up. I'm not going to. Go ahead Maybe and look that up right now. Nah. <laughs> um, it's, I, I don't know. I was confused about that, uh, but that's fine. Yes, it says... Axe in his own body could swim quite well, actually. Hmm. Quite well, well. I guess he could swim quite well. Maybe he uses his tail like a propeller. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about his tail. That would be pretty good. They also, of course, uh, they specifically mentioned uh, dolphins. One thing you can say about dolphins, 
There is nothing they can't do in the water. We know that to be true. (laughs) Yeah, we do know that to be true. Dolphins Mm. will do any kind of fucked up shit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, they will. (laughs) (laughs) All right, calm down over there. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm feverish. So can we... uh... Are are we good on this uh, nuclear submarine disaster here? Yeah, and then it explodes. Right, it blew up. Uh, so they all get knocked out. Uh, they regain consciousness, and it's you know before it was like all rainy and stormy, but now it's sunny and things seem you know a little bit off. Because uh, there's, for example, there's a volcano uh, over on the horizon. Um, and uh, as they're taking in their surroundings, they see some real like big things show up. Uh, and they don't say what they are here, but I'm just going to level with y'all. It's dinosaurs. These are, these are the first, well, I don't think they're technically considered dinosaurs, but you know what I mean, right? Uh, <laughs> like those big water things. They are specifically, we'll find out eventually they are elasmosauruses and chronosaur and a chronosaurus. Wow. Um, the elasmosauruses chase them. And then while they are running, a chronosaurus comes up from below and it swallows Rachel and Tobias whole. Um, there is a pretty, like, long and fairly graphically described, I mean, what I can only say is a vor scene. Um, they're, like, <laughs> in the stomach being digested and crushed in the muscles and stuff. Not um, the last try- vor scene in this book. <laughs> not the last vor scene in this half of the book. <laughs> <laughs> right. That we will talk about today. But they, <laughs> they uh, they're getting vored. Uh, they try to demorph and remorph to escape. And, uh, you know, as Tobias is losing consciousness and, uh, failing to get out of his, you know, regular bird form, he reflects on the fact that these are dinosaurs, which, uh, the other Animorphs have not figured out yet at this point somehow. So (laughs) let's, let's talk about this Vor and these dinosaurs and everything. Yeah. I mean, should we get into the dinosaurs now or should we wait until they're fully unveiled? I mean, we can talk about the dinosaurs now. I want to talk about these elasmosaurs and chronosaurs. Yeah. I, I, I think it's interesting. So this is, we find out this is squarely set in the Cretaceous period. Late Cretaceous. Yes. Right, sure. And uh unlike so unlike Jurassic Park, you know, they they're not like throwing in just the hits. Like right. these are it's like cuz normally I would think you this would be like a plesiosaur. You know, the thing I know the name of. So this is a plesiosaur. This oh, is Elasmosaurus. Oh, um a plesiosaur is well, this is like a like a plesio- the plesiosaurs are like the order and elasmosaur is the genus. So this is like a specific type of plesiosaur. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what the, what like chronosaur, whatever you said. Like these are, these are deep cuts, I feel. These yeah. Yeah. So, so these are like um, the chronosaurs. Sometimes you see their, their like skeletons because they're really big. They got like the long mouths and short necks. You know, those guys. Uh, Long? Those like big sea things with the really long snouts, and I don't know if I know, but sure, I can picture what you're saying. Okay, <laughs> I can imagine a dinosaur. Yeah, I I did a I knew sort of about these things as a kid, partly because of this book. 
Um, and I was like, I gotta learn what these dinosaurs are. But uh, I, I did a little bit of like touching up on these guys in particular for the podcast to make sure that I would be like, okay, I sort of know what I'm talking about here. Well, let's we find out Tobias was a dinosaur kid. Yeah. Uh, were, were you a dinosaur kid? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> As the kid uh, who walked back and forth in my room going yee all day. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I, I, I think every kid, certainly yeah. every boy, <laughs> loved dinosaurs. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you on that. I do think I was toward the more obsessive, I know all the stuff and I have to know all the whatever end of that. But yeah, every, like who, is, who wasn't to some degree a dinosaur kid? Yeah, I mean, how, like, th- they are pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're great. Like, it's it's one thing to be Tobias and be like, that's an Elasmosaurus and that's a Kronosaurus, but it's kind of another thing for the other animals to be like, I don't know what that is. That is weird. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I guess the idea is they're thinking... Oh, these are, uh, this is Visser 3 and a morph, or it could be like an alien, you know? <laughs> like, they don't mm-hmm. fucking know. They've seen weird shit in outer space. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, uh, this is a, a note I had a little bit later, but I don't know. We'll, we'll just get to it now, whatever. Sure. We are, because it is still relevant here. We are kind of, for the first quarter or whatever or so of this book, we are pretty much a step ahead of the characters, Right, we the book is called Dinosaur. We know there's dinosaurs. We know what's happening here. Yeah. We're pretty sure they've gone back in time. Uh yeah. and the and the characters don't really figure that out, but which is that's never the best thing in a story, right? When when you're yeah. you know something the characters don't. <laughs> Uh, and they, and the other thing though, is the thing that's frustrating about it. This has happened to them before. (laughs) Well, it's only happened to Jake. Oh, right. And it didn't really happen to him. He just remembers it. (laughs) They never, he never mentioned, he never told the others about this. I don't know. He told Axe about it. So, but Axe already knew that Saria rips could happen and Axe, actually wouldn't know what a dinosaur is necessarily. Well, they sure don't. Axe brings up Sario rips without really explaining them like he did in that book. Yeah. So it seems like there's some presumed knowledge or understanding, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. It feels like of all the weird shit they've seen, you'd think they might be like, yeah, maybe we went back in time. (laughs) Just like a possibility. But I guess it's not... Uh, but I don't know. Maybe I'm not being fair. Like maybe it's maybe you wouldn't assume that. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but it, yeah. I mean, it is kind of weird to. I, I like. I, I definitely get that not being your first impulse, right? But like something has happened, and you know, when you see what is, I, I mean, Marco says like, is that like the Loch Ness monster or whatever? When the elasmosaurs are coming at, like at some point, you'd think you'd be like, I mean, that's a dinosaur, though, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, and they also have this volcano here, um, which I find kind of interesting because uh, I don't. It's weird how we associate volcanoes with dinosaurs, right? It's like if you're if you want to do like, oh, this is the dinosaur land. Or at least when I was a kid, you you'd always picture a volcano there. Sure. Um, 
Now, I don't think the world was any more volcanic at this time than it is now. So, th- I mean, it's not like there were just volcanoes everywhere. Yeah, well, you had to, you know, it adds a sense of danger. And <laughs> I guess because yeah. volcanoes are dormant mostly now, you kind of like, you just assume, well, back then they weren't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I was thinking because this was an outdated theory of dinosaur extinction too. Like before uh, the like asteroid hitting was a consensus, it was like, well, maybe there was a lot of volcanic activity or something. And that's what mm. caused like the cooling and the die-offs or whatever, you know, yeah. all the ash in the air. I was wondering specifically with the dinosaurs, uh, how much of this is still, how much of these descriptions are still accurate? Mm -hmm. Because I don't think she talks about a lot of feathers. In fact, there's a specific scene where there's feathers that go away, (laughs) if I recall. Yeah, Yeah, there are, there are uh, definitely a lot of outdated things in here. Um, It's not as bad as it could be. But yeah, there's a there's a lot of like the idea that dinosaurs were often feathered, the idea that I don't even know if it was I think when this book was written, dinosaurs were not considered avians. It was like birds evolved from dinosaurs and not like there are the avian dinosaurs, birds, and the non-avian dinosaurs, dinosaurs, mm. as we would think of it today. Right. Yeah, so so Jurassic Park two came out in ninety seven. So we're just to give an idea of what yeah. what we think about dinosaurs at this time. That's very right. much what we think. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, I will say we haven't gotten there yet, but at the end of the book, Tobias actually writes a note to the reader uh, that says. What? If there's there's a note to the reader on the last page of the book where Tobias says, if there's any mistakes in here, then listen, who are you going to believe? Me, who was actually there, or a bunch of scientists who are just trying to figure it out? Is that – that's real? That's real. That's that's the last page of the book. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's really good. I, I think that's – I'm pretty sure that's there because she realized after she wrote it, she made like something that was a mistake at the time, like something was in the wrong time period or something. Um, well, the great thing, the genius of Jurassic Park is that mm-hmm. any mistakes you can just chalk up to the genetic right, mutations. Yeah. Just like, oh, well, they just didn't bring them back right. Yeah. Yeah. But but they fucked if you're, up that frog DNA or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. If you're if you're going straight back in time, yeah, I guess that's what they looked like. Yep. That. Uh, listen, <laughs> this vor scene, I think, is genuinely very horrifying. <laughs> it it really is. Um, like rereading it now, rereading it now, it it really is vorish. It's it's interesting because like as a kid, I'm just like, yeah, this is weird and strange i'm reading it now and i'm like this reads like erotic vor fan fiction which as we all know is terrifying <laughs> let's we should for any listeners out there who don't know what vor is they know there might be some it's not not everybody knows okay it's everybody a knows. fetish that involves the desire to be swallowed alive usually by a, a giant person or creature and to be slowly digested inside of them <laughs> right there's, now there's variations some people maybe yeah. just want to be in the mouth yeah or like the live in the stomach and not be digested right they were yeah so there's different things but that's that's the gist of it there's like anal vor 
There's all kinds of stuff. Okay, then that one is new to me. <laughs> Wait, you don't know that that like I came out to my I had a that that copy pasta that's like I came out to my family that I was into anal vor and the guy like throws a big anal vor party. You haven't seen this one? <laughs> it's really good. Hey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Clearly this scene had an impact on you as a child. <laughs> Led you down a dark path, (laughs) much darker than mine. But that's okay. We don't judge on this podcast. Okay. We welcome all kinds of folks. Whatever you're into, we don't. We don't kink shame or anything. Well, I might a little. (laughs) Um, uh, I did. Look, I'm sorry. That I'm always coming in with the annoying, um, actually, mm-hmm. why didn't they, if they were smart, they could just do this and avoid mm. all of the problems. Yeah. So that's me. I'm sorry. It's my role. It's just who I am mm. now on this show. Yeah. Uh, but they come back and they're like, they keep talking about how, I don't know how long we were out for. Oh, no. Should uh, What if we're stuck in the morph? That Why don't you just, why don't you just demorph? <laughs> And then morph back. And also, doesn't Axe have an internal clock? Ask him. Nobody well, asked him. We're going to find out Axe's internal clock is fucked up. But yes, they should have still asked him. Yeah. But does he doesn't know. He doesn't even know like it's been an hour. I don't know. I don't know. He uh, can't still exact... count in his head. <laughs> I don't know how his shit works. Yeah, it's not it's not clear how his the thing works. There's something about like the rotation of the planet and the position or whatever that fucks him up and he doesn't it's not calibrated right. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. I also had another thought in this scene, but uh-huh. it's sort of uh it sort of happens later. So Okay. That's so, reasonable. Yeah. Uh now I actually wanted to show you up on nitpickiness uh oh, so that good. you wouldn't you wouldn't be the obnoxious one this episode. Thank God. Yeah. So um, the Elasmosaurus was generally found around North America. So if they didn't change locations, uh, then this would be like, that would be reasonable, right? If they were still off the coast of what would turn into California, you would find Elasmosaurus there. Um, now they could have changed locations with the Saria Rip, uh, like potentially, right? Who knows how this works, right? If you throw them through sure. time, you could throw them through space. The Chronosaurus was found in an inland sea in Australia. And as far as I know, there was no overlap between Chronosaurus and Elasmosaurus. Uh, which leads me to ask the question, where the heck are we? You know? <laughs> just just a question I had. Yeah, well, it's a fair question. Now, I also think it's very funny, because I did not know this, but the name of that inland sea in Australia is apparently the Aromanga Sea. Which I think is really funny as a terminally online freak. Because it sounds like manga? Well, Aero manga would be like an erotic manga. Oh, like E-R-O? Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. What are you doing? <laughs> What's? I like when people are bad, weird, degenerate freaks. It entertains me, and so I learn a lot of stuff that I probably shouldn't. Yeah, okay, sure. Sure, you just study the degenerate freaks. That's that's all. You're just interested in, in them. You're not one of them, though. 
Well, I am just not in that particular way. Okay. You'll never find out the ways in which I'm a degenerate freak because I won't bring those up. Right. I'll steer around them. Right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. It's a scary, it's a scary part, but I'm, I'm ready to move on. Yeah. So, um, okay. So this is, the others are going to find out that they're in dinosaur land, but as you said, it's going to take a while. Um, you know, while, while these things are fighting over Rachel and, uh, or fighting the Elasmosaurus, the Chronosaurus, they're fighting over who's going to get to eat the rest of the Animorphs. So Jake, Cassie, Marco, and X take that time to escape. Um, they get to shore, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. They're stumbling around the jungle because there's like a jungle there. There's a bit where Cassie almost gets eaten by an enormous crocodile. Um, and then they have like the Jurassic Park moment, right? Where they see a, a baby dinosaur. It's some kind of sauropod, right? Um, you know, it's then the camera pans and the music swells. And, uh, and then a T-Rex shows up and eats it and they all run away. Um, <laughs> So I, I don't know how many notes you have on this section here, but because uh, we sort of started to go over this, but yeah, well, it's at this point that I guess I'm gonna I I want to talk about I don't know should we we haven't really talked about the structure of this book overall should we save that for the end Oh, uh, go for it yeah well it's just I don't we didn't we haven't even mentioned yet. I mean people listening if even you might assume if you've listened to the other Megamorphs or if you have read it. It's it's another um, split POV, so each chapter is mm-hmm. a different character. Yes. But if you recall that the first Megamorphs was a bit more, um, I don't know, how would you describe it? Scattered? <laughs> it was a more confusing? <laughs> yeah, somehow. there's a lot more like jumping back and forth through time, a lot more like we're going to tell the same uh, scene from a, three different perspectives. And in this one, it's kind of, it's more like, okay, you know, Rachel and Tobias got eaten, so we'll have a, a Tobias chapter and a Rachel chapter about getting eaten, and then the others are going to explore the shore, so we'll have a couple chapters about exploring the shore. And so it's bouncing back and forth between perspectives, but, like, it's all chronological within them. Yeah, it Does makes that make more sense. Does that make sense, what I said? Yeah, it did. I think it did. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. And uh, also the uh, the fact that uh, we've we've referenced uh, the forgotten already, which is mm-hmm. it seems like it's going to end up being the most frequently referenced book <laughs> in our on our show besides it the one we're discussing. Uh, but we also just had the decision. So this is our third book and second in a row where the plot has been. A, a crazy sci-fi thing makes the Animorphs go to another weird location, mm-hmm. which does feel like it's a bit much for when we just did that. Uh, I don't know. But, you know, I, I, I always like that because I get kind of bored of just like hanging out mm-hmm. in California suburbs. But I, I don't know. Is that Does that become a thing? Does that happen a lot? <laughs> going forward or these I, I would say it becomes much more frequent that they find excuses to bring them to different places um mm. i don't know how often the like two books in a row thing happens but yeah you know we we will see more just like i guess the, yeah i guess and it won't be in the mid-20s i can think of a two book stretch where that happens so but 
Yeah, we'll we'll see more of it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's fun. I, I'm not I'm not offended by it. Uh, and now, how about this? So everyone right now thinks Tobias and Rachel are dead. Yes. Or at least they're they're pretty sure. They're like, ah, they're tough. Maybe they made it out, but probably not. <laughs> yeah, there is some some scenes of like grieving over that here. Yeah, what do you think about like about that? Is that is it enough grieving? <laughs> I'm not sure it is. It's not clear to me. Like cuz I can I I can see what they're going for sometimes. Uh you know, there are some moments like them having to drag Cassie away um that do work and there are some bits with like you know, Marco justifying, it comes a little later where he's like, anything that wanted to kill Rachel would have to be meaner than Rachel. And we know that's not even possible. Um, and there are some bits where it's like, we're too concerned with what's going on right now to, you know what I mean? Like you got to deal with what's in front of you. But yeah, I, I feel like in some of the quieter moments when they're stumbling around or whatever, there maybe there should be more focus on that. And and that could be, that could be, uh, just an, an artifact of the fact that you, the reader, know they're not dead. So are you going to have the patience for? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel like that's a tough thing that I notice in lots of media when uh, characters think someone's dead, and you have to have a scene of them, you know, being upset that the character's dead. But you know that if the character were really dead that scene would be way different. <laughs> like it would mm-hmm. be way more dramatic and, and sincere. So you have to walk this line of like, well, they, they think he's dead. So they're going to be, uh, it's like, I don't know. I'm thinking of uh, when uh, Indy falls off a cliff in last crusade. <laughs> and yeah. I, I just rewatched that. I really like that one though, because it doesn't, it doesn't really last long enough for it to right. be like it's just long enough they're still like in their shocked reaction so that when the punchline <laughs> happens <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it, it's not it's it, they, yeah they play it up a little bit it, it goes on for yeah. a minute but yeah yeah so i just i mean but just to say that that is I, that's a hard thing to i don't know what the best way to handle that is necessarily but i did think they should have played up a little more that like oh we just don't have time to process this like, yeah, it felt like this is like I don't know. Your two <laughs> best yeah. friends are dead. Because <laughs> that's the problem is that they do have time, right? Like when this yeah. T Rex comes in and eats the dinosaur, when they're running away, when they're getting attacked by the crocodile. Yeah, they don't. But there's also a lot of scenes in here where they're just like on the beach, like something's up. Where's the boardwalk? What's up with this giant right. footprint? You know, like. <laughs> You could be, there could be more here. It should, I think that would have been better if they were like borderline in denial (laughs) that they were all just like, they're going to make it. If Jake was like, we'll meet up with them later. I'm sure they're okay. I think that would be like, they haven't fully accepted it, but it's instead, it feels like they're just like, yeah, they're probably dead. (laughs) Oh, well, but maybe not. They're tough. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I did think when they got on land, they say like, "Oh, it looks like a tornado hit this place." I thought maybe a Valik was there. Mm. No, no Valiks. They're listen. Maybe. They live on. You don't know what? Which moon was it? One there of the Sat- one of the moons of Saturn. <laughs> there could have been a Valik there. I don't think there would have been a Valik. Can you prove there wasn't? 
Well, it, I, I think it was a titanosaur is what I think it was. Because that would have been the dominant sauropod species at this time. Or genus, I guess, not species. Or whatever it is. The dominant kind of sauropod would have been a titanosaur. So anyway, to answer your question from earlier, yes, I had a few things to say about the sea. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> How'd you feel about uh, the line, that was one big honking crocodile? Love that. Had that highlighted. <laughs> That's good. I love I love the phrase big honking. Yeah, kind of kind of uh, reminded me of our old friend. <laughs> the the one that popped out of Rachel. <laughs> the one that popped out In of book Rachel. Book 12. When she was allergic. <laughs> oh. Remember? Yeah. The way a thing pops out of her? <laughs> yeah, she like uh what the hell's the word? She like vomits out the crocodile. I remember the andalite word. Because oh, she's allergic. Right, right, right. I, mean, I remember the allergy. I didn't remember that specific gross. How are we supposed to talk about that if you don't even remember what happened in the books? Like a weird, obsessive little nerd. Oh, I was, oh, I was crikey. I was thinking about me, mate. The, the crocodile hunter. Oh, shit. We have a, a special guest back. <laughs> oh, just wanted to give a good day to the Australian listeners out there. If you're excited reading about this honking crocodile just remember is um that's don't that that when you get you can do it steve oh no i'm fading <laughs> uh, i can only be in this world for so long this, oh this, no my injury hurts steve. please please free me from this someone get hell. that stingray off him <sighs> oh damn He's yeah, gone. it was a little less insightful than uh, than last time. <laughs> well, he's caught in between realms. Mm, there's a bit of a crisis there, I guess. He's yeah. He I think he needs like a like a Ed and Lorraine Warren type to to try to mend his spirit so that he can move on. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Uh, and also. <laughs> Uh, they speculate maybe they're in Madagascar. They do speculate that. Um, Mar- I don't. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> well, I just they they say they're gonna they want to find people and Mas- Marco says too bad they'll speak Madagascarese. <laughs> yep. Now, of course, we all know that people did cohabitate with dinosaurs. Uh, you right. know, the dragon myths of old were based off of uh, dinosaurs, which were all actually plant eaters um, when God originally made them six thousand years ago. Um, but they didn't go, uh, he didn't, when he ordered Noah to make the ark, he didn't, uh, want him making room for the dinosaur. So they all died out in the flood. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's like so obvious. I don't even know why you said that. Yeah. (laughs) I just wanted to, our, our listeners to understand, um, you know, I think there are some parts in this book where they talk about millions of years, which of course we all know. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, do you think Madagascarese is like da 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 da, da Afro? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was wondering if it was like that. I also really love the way that uh, Cassie or Jake, somebody says, I could see bright, buttery sunlight through the trees. 
Mm, I don't remember this line. I love that bright, buttery sunlight. I want some butter, like on bread. <laughs> oh, sure. I was just thinking of the stick. <laughs> you ever just like mash up a stick of butter in like uh, sugar and then just eat it? God, no, but now I'm gonna. It's really fucking good. It makes you feel so bad about yourself, but it's really good. Sounds better than peanut butter on graham crackers. <laughs> uh all right all right well okay uh i guess they figure out there's dinosaurs we're all on the same page now um meanwhile tobias and rachel you know they're they're being eaten by this chronosaurus right so rachel morphs to grizzly bear in its stomach and the first thing that she does is uh she rips through like it's flesh and internal organs and rips into its lungs um so that she and tobias can breathe uh (laughs) and eventually she digs her way out through um you know the flesh and gore uh, and digs a hole through its body and when she pops out the uh the other side she finds that the chronosaurus has beached itself in its agony um (laughs) tobias is alive (laughs) but his wing is broken uh, he tries demorphing and remorphing, but that does not heal his injuries. There's something about the time travel that's preventing his injuries from being healed. So Rachel has to make a splint for his wing with a stick and some fabric for her mor- from her morphing outfit so that his broken wing can heal. Um, so how do you feel about this this uh, little gimmick put in here so that they can't so that Tobias can't just go flying around and find the others? Oh. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I'm I'm so stupid. I didn't even really think about it. <laughs> I was like, oh no, he's injured. Yeah. Uh, now, I, yeah. It, I mean, it is. It's kind of cheap, but I like it because I do. I like the Tobias yeah. and Rachel time. I agree. Now, I actually have word of God on why this happened on on the 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 wow. technical. Uh, so what it is, is that she wrote a whole bunch of chapters about Tobias and Rachel where they couldn't get back because his wing was broken. Uh, and then at the last second, she was like, oh shit, I forgot that demorphing heals your injuries and she didn't have time to change it. So she just was like, oh, it probably has something to do with the time travel or something. I don't know. Oh my God. (laughs) It's word of God how this part got written. (laughs) Okay. That I don't like. It's very funny. That that really annoys me. <laughs> because yeah, it is it's really not explained well. He's just like yeah. it hurts too much. Why? What like I I just I was assuming that would come into play maybe at some point. Yeah, uh, he demorphs and remorphs and it just doesn't fix the it's an it's an effect of the Sario rip. If you want the uh technical like the mathematics to explain it, you'll have to ask Axe. Well, you you ruined it for me. I now hate it. <laughs> <laughs> that that sucks. Uh, it does seem like she forgets things like that somewhat frequently. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, I, I'm pretty sure she just writes whatever the fuck she thought up and doesn't really think about it and just jams shit in <laughs> as she goes. <laughs> <laughs> right. I do like the the image of. Bear Rachel tenderly carrying bird Tobias in her in her arms. I think that's cute. It is good. I'll agree. I want like I want an illustration of them walking on the beach. 
And when there was only a set of bear prints and no talons, <laughs> that's when I was carrying you. That's right. I also had another question. If Tobias, she suggests that he just morph into a human. Uh, would he have clothes? Because <laughs> he's a hawk by default. So does does he ha- did he at some point have to morph into a boy and put on a morphing outfit? <laughs> Just and now that's the same morphing outfit. They've never mentioned him being naked when he goes boy in between. So presumably he has gotten a morphing outfit in that morph somehow. Yeah, and Axe did it too, right? Yeah, Axe does it too all the time. Yeah, they never. I mean, I think this is just a well. We just don't want to mention them them being yeah. naked, but technically, it seems like they should be. Yeah, I mean, it always has seemed like they should be. The morphing outfits don't make any fucking sense. <laughs> no, I, I, like, do they have to wash those things? <laughs> does the know. does the outfit's DNA get refreshed? I mean, this really does seem like you could just take off the morphing outfit. Right, and then morph something and morph back to a human, take it off again, and then just end up with a hundred copies of this morphing outfit, right? <laughs> Could you not do this? Yeah, there's a lot of strange questions surrounding that. that I, another another question for Axe. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, Axe needs to bring up the, the Z-space inverse cubed shit that he talks about later. <laughs> but anyway, this is Tobias's fucking wet dream over here. Yeah. yeah. He loves this. <laughs> he loves this. Oh, yeah. He loves this for sure. Being tenderly cared for by Rachel. This is the classic, once again, Indiana Jones. <laughs> mm-hmm. The lady looking after the man. And mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. this this time it's a it's a it's a bird, but still yeah, right. Right. <laughs> still romantic. Right. And there's also a bit in this where she's like tearing the strips off and she's like, I don't know, this is this is a little bit scandalous. And Tobias is like, I would never even look. <laughs> yeah, he's uh listen, Tobias is looking respectfully, okay? Tobias, I feel like is this close to putting a fedora on. <laughs> <laughs> That's he's- what we need. We need a you to Photoshop a fedora on a hawk. Yes. <laughs> Mo Rachel. <laughs> Mo Rachel. <laughs> the respected loner. That's him. That's him in a nutshell. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, I uh, I I do like. I remember this wing scene from being a kid, this scene always felt so painful to me where she's trying to set his broken bone. Mm. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. This is one of those things that stuck with me. Yeah. uh, You know, wing bones, unlike tail feathers do not grow back. Right. That you have to put them in a splint to heal them. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Have you ever broken a bone? I have never broken, never sprained anything. I have also never broken a bone. That is shocking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very careful kind of guy, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, lucky us. Yeah, I don't like pain. Mm. So whatever I can do to avoid it, I Makes do. Makes sense. <laughs> it's just the kind of guy I am. Yeah. Now, also on a Rachel character note, uh, as far as Rachel being like, 
in pain and everything. There's a part at the very beginning where she's being eaten by the monster and she's like dying and being digested and she's describing herself getting all fucked up and and then she says, I was getting mad. To me, that's very <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> I feel like not a lot of characters would describe themselves actively dying and then be like, you know how that made me feel? Mad. <laughs> I'm pissed. God damn it. Yeah. 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 Dying right now? Fuck. Fuck you. God damn it. Meanwhile, Tobias is being a depressing piece of shit. Or he's, <laughs> or he's, uh, he's talking about being a dinosaur kid, and he's like, uh, oh yeah, I was staying with my uncle, and he liked to drink. <laughs> he'd sit in his lazy boy and start yelling at the TV and cursing and yelling at me if I made any noise. So I used to go into my room and sit there playing dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Classic Tobias. I love these two. Give me the adventures of Tobias and Rachel in every book. Yeah, they're really good. This is what I want. Yeah, need more you, Rachel and Tobias. You know what's great about dinosaurs? Go ahead. I, what I love about them is it was 65 million years ago, right? Dinosaurs right. roamed the earth. Yeah. I just think what's neat about that is that a million is such a long time <laughs> that it's like, 65 million, that's always the right number while we're alive. You don't got to worry about it changing. That that's stays true. the same. You know, some things it's like, oh, how many years ago the Civil War happened? It's like, oh, that's kind of, that fluctuates. But 65 million, doesn't matter if you've got like a couple thousand change in there or anything. It's just, it's going to yeah. be 65 million for a pretty long time. You're good on that. Now, you know what's really crazy about that? Mm. The... The 65 million number, the end of the Cretaceous period, was closer to today than it was to the Jurassic. <laughs> this is, I thought this was going to be a joke. Like, No, this is true. Back to the Future came out closer to today <laughs> than to the 50s. Or Feel old yet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is pretty fucking wild, though. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's not the way that I uh, imagine the geologic time scale in my head. But dinosaurs, they were they were around. They sure were around for a while. They did a lot. Yeah. Also, they uh, like, they do say. Yeah. Here's a little. Here's my critique to Tobias's critique. When he says uh, Jurassic Park was slightly inaccurate. Right. Some of the dinosaurs they showed were actually from this time, from the Cretaceous. Right. Jurassic Park wasn't named. They just gave it a yeah. catchy name. <laughs> it wasn't in the in the context of the movie. It wasn't like yeah. they didn't claim that these dinosaurs were only in the Jurassic. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. It, it's it's like kind of a uh, <laughs> it, it's 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 like going to like if there was like a. I don't know. I had something, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Can't help you. It's gonna be one. like if you went to like Six Flags or something, <laughs> and and they had like a bunch of decorations, and you were like, "There's a lot more than Six Flags in this park, right?" <laughs> like I'm looking here, they got some flags over here too. I'm counting like a couple dozen flags. It's fuck off, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean to be fair, there is a T Rex on the Jurassic Park logo. Well, that's only the movie yeah. logo, not the theme park logo. I thought it was the also the theme park logo in the movie. Like I thought it was on the gate. Maybe uh, you know I'm just I, an idiot. No, it definitely. By the time you get to Jurassic World, they do find merch with that logo on it. 
Mm. But I don't remember if that's in the original or not. Yeah. No, I don't remember either. But I guess it's canon now that it that it was. Sure. Why not? Uh, speaking of T-Rexes. Park. Oh, yeah. Speaking of T-Rexes. Uh, that T-Rex uh, ate that dinosaur, and now it's chasing after the other Animorphs, you know, uh, Jake and company. Uh, so there's like a big action scene. Marco's like running around a tree uh, with it. It's like eating through the tree and he's like, ah, jumping between it. He goes Osprey to try to, you know, both get away and maybe be too small. But it doesn't matter. The T-Rex is, is after him now and it's going to get him. Um, but while the T-Rex is distracted with him, uh, Axe manages to like come up and kill it. Right. Because I, I guess if he gets in the first strike with the tail uh, while the T-Rex isn't looking, he can kill it. Somehow he did this. I don't know how he reached this thing. <laughs> this doesn't make sense to me, but somehow Axe killed it with his tail. So, uh, yeah, they're going to, like, have to make do going forward, right? Cassie is, like, the, um, she's the outdoors woman type. You remember she was the, like, oh, you suburban boys don't know how to fish. So, you know, she kind of takes charge. She's like, Axe, cut up that T-Rex corpse. We can we can eat its meat and we can make shoes from its skin and tendons. So she's, like, going to be, so that's... <laughs> I don't know. I thought they smelled feel, bad on the outside. I feel like I don't know about some of these stopping points that I've made here, but whatever. We no, won't this get is, into that. It's great. You're doing a good job. And uh, Cassie really is your kind of woman. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. It's, it's a little... Now, you really think she can fucking... Sew shoes on the fly here, right? Well, she's probably, she's like doing surgery on raccoons and shit, right? (laughs) I guess that's true. Because I was just like, it's one thing to know how to fish or build a fire, but like properly smoke meat into jerky, like not just cook it, but smoke it or like the proper way to like sew in line. She's like sewing the shoes with the ligaments. Like how many fucking survival (laughs) skills does she have here? I I don't know. I believe it all. Okay. It makes, I mean... Yeah, as a suburban boy, right? It's like, I don't know. She, she <laughs> yeah, should right, probably do it. Right. <laughs> Why like, not? Yeah, she's smarter than I am. Is... Yeah, she knows. I guess I she does. It. She sews up animals. Why not? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, I I, I can see it. And she's got help. Yeah. I, I think it makes I think sure. it could be. She, she was probably in Girl Scouts. She Her parents are like big outdoors people. They probably taught her this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I could see it. I don't know if the help's going to be that helpful. Like, you think Jake is going to be any help whatsoever? Well, I was mainly thinking of Axe using his tail that's to true. cut pieces. Yeah, that's true. Okay. That's pretty good. Uh, so, I mean, we could talk about Axe. As you said, the T-Rex, he kills I can't it. quite picture how he kills this T-Rex. I do like, though... This one I I noticed, unlike the Tobias thing, that immediately after he kills it, he makes very clear. He's like, "Oh, that was just a fluke. Uh, we can't. I, I probably can't do that again." Like that really felt like Kay Applegate just being like, "Oh shit, I can't just make Axe be a T Rex killer. There has to still be suspense." So yeah, he's got to be like, "No, no, 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 no. They're, they're still dangerous. I swear, they're still dangerous." Yeah, you don't want to make Andalites too OP here, right? I don't know. I think I think an Andalite could take on a T Rex. This doesn't seem that crazy to me. I mean, what's the reach on the Andalite's tail? Could it even get to like a T Rex's vital organs? Because those are going to be like 10 feet off the ground. 
Are they? I thought, how tall is a T-Rex? I thought, I always thought T-Rexes were like 20 feet tall or something. I just, I don't, but don't they like, they lumber around like with their head real low to the ground. Doesn't, doesn't it seem like they do that? <laughs> I could look at, at some a actual T-Rex numbers here. up to 40 feet in length and 12 yeah. feet in height. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's a lot shorter than I thought. Yeah. So he could probably reach. Yeah. Okay. I can For see sure. this now. Sue measured uh, uh, 12 to 13 feet tall. Maybe this was Sue. You think this was Sue? I think this might have been Sue. <laughs> check those check those fossils for lacerations. Yeah, for tail, yeah. <laughs> tail cuts. Yeah, so like I could see it and, and Andalites are also like good fighters and it's I mean a T-Rex is strong but it's compared to, you know, Andalites are still kind of big and they have a scorpion tail. Like I I feel like it's not a you got at least like a 50-50 shot at, the, at these things. Yeah. Okay, I, I can see it now. Because I was thinking like it's 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 organs would be a little too high off the ground for him to reach. But I guess, you know, if the, if it only gets maximum 13 feet high, then he'll be able to. I can yeah. see it. I can like, see it. It's not like a sure win, but I think you got a chance. Um, yeah. Like, like Elfangor, like a trained Andalite, I think, could definitely mm-hmm. take him on. I feel like Axe is pretty good because he's like seen enough combat at this point that he's probably like pretty True. good, even though he never finished his train. It's like Luke, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it is like Luke. I, I like there's another uh, I like this. There's there's a little tip of a cap to another Spielberg film here. Mm, which one is you, that? I don't know if you caught that. Well, when the, the T-Rex is chasing them, uh, uh, it says Jaws opened four feet wide. And Jaws is the first word of the sentence, so it's capitalized, but also maybe capitalized because it's like the movie Jaws. Right. Steven Spielberg, known (laughs) for? Munich. Jaws. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And? (laughs) And? Duel. Jurassic Park. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's the one. Sugarland Express. (laughs) <laughs> okay uh, so anyway how about this t-rex going uh grunch grunch scree crunch when it was eating through the tree really good okay <laughs> do we need to get into like do we know about t-rex behavior was this is this realistic is this accurate i don't know enough about t-rex behavior to be honest um yeah. I don't know. I know for a long time there was that whole debate on whether they were like scavengers or hunters. I I do think that they were like the current theories do say that they would have hunted hmm. actively, but I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but it seems it doesn't seem any I don't remember anything sticking out to me that was particularly unbelievable, but yeah, it, it's the other other than just like at a certain point, it's like this dinosaur is coming after you. How the heck you're you're are, are we for real here? The trees in the way. But um, right. But you got to you got to have them get out somehow. Right. Yes. It's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, Axe refers to the difference between dry humor and wet humor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Axe has a lot of good 
the axe perspective here is much better than in Megamorphs one where she didn't know. Yeah. Like the she's still got that axe voice from last book. Yeah, yeah. Uh I think our show is wet humor. <laughs> I think that's what we do. That's my wet humor. Yeah, right. And uh, this what, is, what, yeah. yeah. No, go on. Go ahead. I was going to say, what about when Axe says, uh, you know, he slapped his hand on my shoulder. It is a thing humans do to indicate friendship or congratulations. Sometimes they do it to kill small insects called mosquitoes. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. He's got firsthand experience with that. First hoof experience. That's true. First first tail. (laughs) And this is also where we officially learn that this was a Sario rip. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we don't really know, though, why there was a Sario rip. Uh, Well, there was a big explosion like last time. Right. Right. Whenever there's a big explosion, you can have a Sario rip. Well, you see, um, in an equation where T is time, Z is zero space, and a W (laughs) inversely cube represents the nexus of, (laughs) says Axe. At some point before he's right. cut off. Yeah, which is a shame because if he'd only finished that sentence, I feel like I'd understand it. Right, I'd be able to solve this equation. I just don't know what what's next being nexusized. <laughs> but it's like, okay, sorry, oh rip. Hey, cool. Let's yeah, l- let's do it. Just. A lot of shit just blowing up these days, making Sario rips. It's just the thing making that's happening. Making Sario rips. It's and, surprising and I it's will, not happening more. It is a little weird it's not happening more. <laughs> I gotta say. Or like the other, the rescue diver team, they aren't here, as far as I know. Maybe they got all eaten, I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's, though they got far enough away, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they must have. It. I, I don't understand how these keep. Um, now... That being said, I will say for this book, we don't know yet because we're only in the first half, but this book does happen, <laughs> right? This book is not like The Forgotten where at okay. the end, it turns out it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. So that does make me happier with this one. Well, I've got a, I've got a question. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not there yet. Yeah. But you know what my question is. I'm not 100% sure. Okay, this happens. So did uh, so did the decision happened. So did oh, they yes. not get to keep Lyran morphs in the decision? We're gonna lose these fucking dinosaur morphs. They're gonna get. We are gonna lose these dinosaur. This morphs. is fucking bullshit. It is. <laughs> now I thought I saw somewhere Tay Applegate actually saying because I was looking around at some other stuff that she had been saying, and I saw her say somewhere that they actually did keep the Lyran morphs. But I don't remember them ever using them again for any reason. So I don't know on that one anymore. Just we could forget about that. I don't know what the hell's going on with those Lyran morphs. Yeah, okay. Um, But they definitely do not keep these dinosaur morphs. That is so fucked, man. Just fuck off. Wouldn't that be so – it would be so cool if if they showed up at the next, you know, Yerk Pool thing and they showed up as fucking dinosaurs. We right. need like Transformers had Beast Wars. We need yeah. just a just give me a whole series that's like an, another generation of Animorphs, but they're dinosaur morphers. That's yeah. a and whole then, series. 
And then everyone would know they were Andalites too, right? It, it would be like, Visser 3 would be like, where on earth? I want to acquire one of those. Where can I get one? And all the humans would be like, oh, they've been extinct for millions of years. The Andalites must have Jurassic Parked some DNA out of an insect with their superior technology. You'd be like, well, they can't be human kids because <laughs> they couldn't have done that, right? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Or they used, cool. maybe they used the time matrix. Hmm. <laughs> right. They could have. There sure are a lot of ways for them to uh, go back in time if they want the, the to. The elephants gave them one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like every time there's a Sario rip, I'm just going to be like, the elephant was probably involved in this shit somewhere. Yeah, I think Sario rips are just like. I don't know. The Elamist coughs and a Sario rip appears. I was about to say he's he's that's an Elamist fart, right? He's that's he's ripping. Okay. Over there. Well, I'm a little <laughs> ripping I, one. I don't like to be that crude personally. Okay. That makes I, sense. I like to think that our show is a little classier than that. Right. You're a polite, classy guy. Yes. If you want to talk about like cum or something, that's different. <laughs> Maybe it's every time the Elamist jacks off. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for that. I'm really happy about that. Is the Elamist anyway? Uh, Are you about to ask if the Elamist fucks? Well, I guess. I mean, well. I'll just tell you, we have an Elamist Chronicles, right? And so there, there may be a canonical answer to the question: Does the Elamist fuck? All right, I'm going to log that one away for now. <laughs> yeah, you make sure you keep that one. I'll post that in your one back right, of your head. Yeah, right there. Okay, do we think maybe Cassie's a serial killer? Maybe that's what's going on here. <laughs> that could be. She, she doesn't know a lot about cutting things up and just making – really, to me, the thing, the part that was scary was let's make shoes out of its skin. <laughs> like, all right, Cass, Jesus. Yeah, well, they know they don't have shoes because they're in their morphing outfits, right? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Um. Well, they, they make a fire. They cook their Tyrannosaurus meat, right? And they, they hunker down for the night and keep watching shifts. But meanwhile – uh, Rachel and Tobias are making slow going of it, right? Um, so they do not have Tyrannosaurus shoes. So Rachel's feet are getting like shredded and bloody on this like sawgrass, and she has to move slow so Tobias doesn't move around too much because he's perched on her shoulder. Um, they can see the smoke from the fire that the others are using to cook their T Rex meat, so they head off in that direction, but uh, you know, night is falling. Um, and they find themselves near a herd of Triceratops, and all of a sudden Tobias realizes they're in the middle of a Deinonychus pincer attack, right? These Triceratops are being hunted, except that actually they're about to get clever girled, right? Because <laughs> it turns out they're now going to be the new targets. They're easy pickings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, these dinosaurs, Deinonychus. Yeah. I've heard people pronounce it Deinonychus. Yeah. As a kid, I always said Deinonychus. When I looked on Wikipedia, the pronunciation guide put the emphasis on the non. So I think Deinonychus is correct, but yeah. I do not know. When I was a kid, I said Deinonychus, and I'm pretty sure that's wrong. <laughs> okay. 
that's uh, that just seems to flow with the what my understanding of how other dinosaurs and things are pronounced. I feel like mm. like um I don't know, it's like a Greek sounds like a Greek it does person <laughs> Dionysus. It does, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, Dionysus or something. Look, I got. I'm sorry, but I just. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have one. It seems to me there is maybe not a total solution, but a better plan <laughs> than what Rachel and Tobias are doing currently in this book. That they could be doing instead mm-hmm. that What's seems like plan? an obvious choice to me. Mm-hmm. Rachel can become an elephant. Tobias can sit on her back. I mean, elephants are probably bigger than a lot of the shit you're going to find here, even dinosaurs. You can run through you can see better. You can move faster. It just seems like, come on, be an elephant. That's true. It's so, like, like, and it's like her the favorite elephant morph. should be like average sized, right? Yeah, like it's definitely like going to stomp on some Deinonychuses. Probably, I think. Or at yeah. Least, at least, like I think so. Away. Yeah, better than a human. <laughs> I mean, they are hunting these triceratops to start, but. Yeah, it's better than a fucking human. It just seems crazy that she's just like, let's just walk. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it is a little odd. I'll give you that. <laughs> okay, so that was that was my main thought <laughs> during this section. Uh, but you know, it's fun. We get some. We get the dinananana. Yeah, yeah. Now, so these are the ones that are like really described incorrectly in the book. Mm, okay. Um, these are the ones where, you know, so they, they say uh, they have pebbly skin. That was the color of asparagus soup and coffee ice cream swirled together. Uh, these guys were almost certainly feathered. Um, I, I looked into this. They don't have any fossils of Deinonychus skeletons with feather imprints exactly, but all of their closest relatives definitely are confirmed to have feathers 100%. So okay. th- that's almost certainly these guys had feathers. Probably the Sario Rip, the same thing that's making his morphing painful, altered the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Um also, you should be picturing these things like the velociraptors in the first Jurassic Park. Um, those velociraptors were based on Deinonychus skeletons, and they're about the right size for these guys. The actual velociraptors were a lot smaller. They were like the size of turkeys. Right, right. So you should... The, the Deinonychus are the bigger ones. They're the ones that are... Tobias is like the size of a wolf or something. Cool. I think I'm going to dinosaurs again now. <laughs> Yeah, they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. And like, uh, you know, there, there's all these like thoughts on like, because like we used to be like, oh, yeah, they got the big claw on their foot, right? So they probably like slashed and kicked with it. And now there's this idea that's like, so they're, they're it's potentially more of a thing where they use that claw to like hook into their prey and, and just clamp down on it. And then they like eat it alive. Um, and then they can use their feathers to sort of maintain balance as the thing's thrashing around. Um, huh. Pretty badass. Deinonychus is probably pissed about Jurassic Park. They got the glory stolen from them. That's true, yeah. Like, that's like, us! That, 
Yeah, it's like Tobias with his other birds. It's like, what, the fucking Velociraptor? That little thing? <laughs> what the fuck? Come but on. Did the Velociraptor, they did still do the, uh, like, this kind of thing. They did the hunting, you know. Yeah. They did do that stuff. They just weren't as yeah. cool looking. Yeah, they just weren't as big. I actually have a, um, I have, like, a picture reconstruction of a bunch of different kinds of raptors. Mm. Um that I could send you here. Yeah, I've got a. I got off. I've got a. I got uh, enough Wikipedia. Velociraptor. Never. Now nah, forget it. <laughs> I was gonna say I have a Velociraptor body pillow. I don't know. That's kind of funny. It's not really. It's not really a good joke. <laughs> there's some. <laughs> there's some cool raptors that only we can see. The listeners have to just imagine these. Yeah, we'll post them on our Twitter, maybe. Wait, so I don't your, think I will. Oh, the Dinotic. Oh, the Dinoticus is number six. Okay, I see. Yeah, so that's like the f- the far right one. So and it's then, like, smaller this, than yeah. a human, but it's not tiny. Yeah, yeah. Like Tobias said, think like a wolf, right? Like, like it's right. not going to stand as tall as you, but like total body mass size, it's going to be pretty close. God damn, Utah Raptor, fucking. <laughs> Look at that guy. Yeah, he bulked up, right? <laughs> Crazy Utah Raptor. I mean, that's why he's friends with T Rex. He's you know, he's too yeah. big for these other raptors. Right, 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 right. Dinosaurs are cool. I like them. Yeah, they're pretty rad. They're pretty big. Uh, let's see here. They say that T Rex tastes like swordfish. Huh. In this part. I, um yeah, I, like wanna, chicken. I would eat a T Rex. I would. T- I love swordfish. Honestly, it's yeah, swordfish my is fish. Wow, I've I've only had swordfish like a couple times, but it is good. It's really good. I would eat a T Rex. I'd eat the hell out of it. Okay, good for sure. Jerky like a T Rex steak would be good. Mm, mm-hmm, Weird mm-hmm. to eat a predator though, right? I don't feel like a, a Triceratops probably tastes better. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know. I mean, Bronto people, burger. people eat like sharks and shit, right? Yeah, that's yeah. I guess that's true. That's true. Yeah, all right. I just like to eat something that's subservient to me. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I guess. It, about, yeah. yeah. What am I talking about? Talk, go, go. No, talk I, about it. no. I, 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 it was done. No, it wasn't worth it. Oh, I was just, I was just thinking about like these other these triceratops you could eat. What if we called it? Um, you know, we we should be saying they're tries. You know, instead of triceratopses. I don't know what you're saying. Uh, the, Tobias in this section refers to the Triceratops herd as tries. Oh, that's weird. I missed that. <laughs> oh, I thought it was really weird and dumb. Honestly, I didn't respect weird. him saying it. Well, it's, he's trying to he's trying to make it a thing. It's like <laughs> in Jurassic World when they say the packies are loose. That's a little racist. No, they're talking about the Pachycephalosaur or whatever. Right, but it's just, I don't know, it's kind of problematic. Well, it's in the movie, so must be fine. Yeah, <laughs> of course, as we, as we know, everything that's in a movie is uh, totally okay. They wouldn't put it in a movie if it was problematic. They yeah. take it out. That's right. You almost got me canceled last episode, so I, you know, I don't <laughs> appreciate where this is going. <laughs> These episodes aren't actually airing. I'm just using this as blackmail. <laughs> Okay. Just in that case. Makes sense. Yeah, you're just lying to me so that I think. 
Um, I don't know. Anything else to say about this attack here? Oh, Marco here is on his uh, first X in history jokes at this point. Those are funny. Yeah, the first cooked <laughs> food, complaint about food, all these things. <laughs> yeah, I, that you know, that's what I'd be doing. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Marco's funny. First jokes in history. Uh, is this the part where Jake goes off and sees whatever he sees? Uh, he's about to go off and, uh, look at some stuff here. Um, so yeah, back at the camp, you know, he sees this big comet up in the night sky. He goes off and looks at it and it sure looks close, right? But, uh, but Axe says it's not going to hit. Like he says, it's going to come really close to earth, but it's not going to hit earth. Um, and Jake also sees a bunch of red flashes of light, like out on the horizon, but he doesn't know what they are. Um, and then they get, uh, stampeded again. A bunch of sauropods come through being chased by a T-Rex, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's just how Um, it is out here. That's just how it is. All these stampedes. And and meanwhile, Rachel and Tobias are, are dealing with their Deinonychus problems, right? So Tobias guides Rachel into the woods, right? He can like read the attacking patterns because he's also a predator and he can figure out which one of them is the leader of the pack. So he gets her into the room, woods room. to like buy her some time, and she he has Rachel throw him up into a tree, uh, and continue on without him because he he's got this plan. As the as the Deinonychus is run past, he drops down on one and acquires it, but he gets overcome by the predator instinct and joins the pack, also hunting Rachel. <laughs> Classic. Classic, right? So yeah, so so this is where Jake sees his stuff, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, and this was, this was around the part where I started to go, is this going to be, uh, is this the movie 65 with Adam driver? <laughs> is that eh, eh, I think I have a note about 65 here. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> the movie, the classic iconic movie, this podcast years from now, listeners will know right. all about 65. <laughs> yeah. Everyone will remember. We'll know exactly what we're talking about. A classic. I mean, I, you know, you can talk about it in a more broad sense too, right? Like, it feels like it, this is like a thing, right? Like, whenever you go back to the time of the dinosaurs, you're never just back at the time of the dinosaurs, right? It feels like you always kind of got to be like, also, there's the comet coming. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I. I mean, there aren't, I can't think of many examples, but I guess it seems like maybe. Yeah. I guess I don't have other examples. Maybe I feel like that because I read this book so young. And so it's like, oh, yeah, this is the default. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Land of the Lost. They yeah. I don't, They had like 12 seasons of that show. I don't think they. <laughs> Di- oh, di- Dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. That was always the joke with Land Before Time, right? Was that it would be like once they got to Land Before Time 30, it would be like the really big comet or something. <laughs> I definitely Uh, told that joke a lot as a kid. That's funny. That's like, uh, did you hear they're making a sequel to Seabiscuit? Mm, I didn't. It's called Glue Stick. Mm. That's a a, joke. That is an old joke from a late night with Conan O'Brien monologue. That's like (laughs) one of 18,000 jokes he ever told on on that show that for some reason has stuck with me forever. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> it's pretty good. I do like it. Um, now, th- around this part, this is when the book starts to get 
pretty it was already pretty action heavy, but there's a lot of action scenes here. Yeah. I yeah. found some of it a little hard to follow. I don't know if that's I just agree. Me. Okay. I agree. It doesn't the bouncing back and forth doesn't necessarily help either. Um like the Tobias and Rachel stuff for me wasn't that bad because you know it's it's fairly simple. She's running, he's in the tree, he morphs uh but some of this stampeding chaos gets a little bit crazy. Yeah. I, and it's I like think... the same thing too, right? Like they already had a, st- a crazy T-Rex attack where everything's going crazy. And and yeah, I, I can I can also, like if I didn't have these separated out into notes in front of me, I feel like it would start to blur together. Like which was the first T-Rex attack? Which was the second? Yeah, I'm, and I, I'm still feeling like that a little bit. <laughs> but, yeah. Um... Yeah, I think part of the problem is at this point, we know they're dinosaurs, but especially early on, it's it's kind of hard to like she has to write these descriptions of dinosaurs without just saying, hey, it's a dinosaur. (laughs) Hmm. When I don't know, I feel like it's a hard to I don't know that the physical descriptions of what they look like and what they're doing are as good as they maybe could be. Some of it I thought was uh, felt vague or I was kind of having trouble picturing exactly what these yeah. things were. Other than like, well, I know what a dinosaur looks like, so I can fill in the blanks. But Yeah, I think that's fair that it does rely on the kid being a dinosaur kid to some extent. Being like, you you have some idea in your head, right? These are like your toys. You go rawr and smash them into each other. <laughs> Just pretend that's what's happening, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's a little chaotic. Yeah. Um, I would, and and then and then we get to this uh, this like f- dominance fight. Is that are we ready for that? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's just finish up the big action sequences before the end here. So, you know, um, they are they're surrounded. Rachel, Rachel has turned into a grizzly bear at this point. Uh, but Tobias kind of jumps the gun and attacks her without orders. Right, like they've got the leader. The leader's supposed to give the go ahead. Um, and this triggers a fight. So Tobias and the leader are fighting each other for dominance, right? And Tobias wins. Uh, and so now he's the new leader of the Deinonychus pack, and Rachel manages mm-hmm. to get through to him before he kills her and be like, Tobias, you're a, you're not a dinosaur, you're a bird, which is a <laughs> dinosaur. Uh, so, you know, okay, they're saved, cool. That's uh, handled. The sun's getting um, real low. Yeah. So... <laughs> And uh, and I guess I'll finish the other scene too. The so the Tyrannosaurus kills one of the stampeding dinosaurs, and it like falls on Jake. And this is the second vor scene, right? It, it goes <laughs> yeah. in to eat the dinosaur, and it it eats Jake whole. So Jake's all curled up in a ball inside the T Rex's mouth. Um, so Jake grabs the T Rex's tongue and acquires it, and then as he's being swallowed whole, he morphs inside its throat. And it gets fucked up extremely bad, uh, and so he gets out, but but he doesn't quite kill it, right? So it's just lying there like, ah, my throat's split open, and it's alive enough for all Ugh. the others to come in and acquire it before it dies. So now they all have T-Rex morphs. Yeah. Now, I, I like this for two reasons. Mm-hmm. Well, one reason, but two instances of the same reason. Okay. But two things happen in this scene that earlier in the book, I thought, why don't they just do this? 
<laughs> and then they did mm-hmm. it here. The first That's was good. when the when Rachel and Tobias got swallowed, I did think, oh, they should acquire this thing while they're inside it. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it, but they did it here. And I also thought when they first killed the T-Rex, I was like, did it die like instantly? I did think, oh, they should run over and try to acquire it right now. But but then they then they do that. So Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. So the book could have maybe been consolidated. Like if you were the <laughs> yeah. editor, you might come in and be like, you could just do you don't need right, just do it the first time. Yeah. <laughs> take out some of this. Very true. <laughs> this maybe could have been the length of a normal book. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you didn't need two of these scenes that are kind of the same. <laughs> right. Yeah, pretty true. Uh, he does almost K the T-Rex, which I think is good. You know what I'm talking about? He no. almost He almost Ks it. <laughs> as in, I don't. As in J and... I J- do not know what you're talking about. J and K. J and K. Oh, 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 okay. I'm, I'm like thinking like he's joking around. He's JK Rowling. What the fuck are you talking about over here? He almost K.A. Applegates this thing. <laughs> Okay, no, yes, no, I see course. what you're saying. Yes, yes. In the yeah. Men in Black movie, K is swallowed mm-hmm. up by a by a cockroach man and he bursts or he yeah. actually shoots his way out of him, but Right. It's I guess we got two of those because Rachel also I mean she's digging with her paws, but I feel like that is something that I've asked about before was brought up of like, is, is someone ever gonna get eaten and morph and blow them up <laughs> from the inside? <laughs> I think you probably did, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it kind of, it almost happens. Didn't that? Oh, yeah, because that happened in book uh, 10, too. Marco got eaten by a bird while he was a spider, and he morphed inside uh, the bird and ripped it open. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God, it's so fucked up when they do it twice in this book so far. <laughs> yeah, we still, <laughs> we're only halfway through. Jesus. A lot of yeah, Sure is something. Um, I do like that uh, there's a whole point where Rachel is trying to get through to Tobias and saying, Tobias, you're a boy, you're a human, and it doesn't (laughs) work. And then she goes, oh, wait, fuck, uh, Tobias, you're a bird. And he's like, Rachel? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. She also specifically mentions thermals. She's like, remember thermals? (laughs) That's what gets him. That is what gets him. Thermals. The classic movie line. <laughs> um, yeah, what I this was another part where I was like, I don't the Deinonychus fighting for dominance is that like is that a real thing? But then I was like, oh, one of them's Tobias. So what, was it just Tobias being a human instigating this, or is that a real thing? We think to, like they would just stop the hunt in the middle to fight each other. I don't know if that's if I believe that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I think that there is still a little bit of debate whether they actually coordinated pack tactics or not. Like, did they just rush en masse or did they have like these structures, these organized structures the way like a wolf pack or a human pack might? Uh, I don't think we know that. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I I think that's just her being like, well, maybe, I don't know. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. Why not? Could be. I don't. I don't know what they did. I don't know what we. Yeah, animal birds do weird dominance rituals with each other all the time. So, sure. Why not? Um. At this point, by the way, they still everyone still thinks that Jake or uh, Rachel and Tobias are dead. <laughs> yeah, they do. They they've had a bunch of nights around the camp. Well, one night around the campfire to sit and think about that too. It, the, they have their quiet moments for it. Jake mentions Rachel and says, "I heard Cassie sniffle." That's like that's kind of the extent of the. <laughs> you know, Fucking we don't have time Cass- to dwell on beating this. heart Cassie over there. <laughs> Yeah, if it was letting a, out a sniffle. If it was a fucking dolphin, she'd be bawling. <laughs> she'd be losing her mind. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are we ready for the cliffhanger ending now? Oh, I'm not quite ready because I just wanted to say, uh, "Neep." <laughs> Does something say "meep"? Neep. Yeah, neep. one of the Deinonychus says "neep." Oh, okay. I just gotta make sure we hit all the sound effects. Yeah, there the are good some good ones. ones. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, there was another quote that I liked where, uh, Cassie says, or no, I don't know who it is. I, I can't keep track of who's talking at any given time. Some fucking person. <laughs> they spread their arms wide to welcome good old mommy son. <laughs> it kind of feels like a Marco line to me. <laughs> Yeah, very well could be. Yeah. Good old mommy son. Wait, you never you never referred to it as mommy son before? <laughs> Rachel is definitely a mommy's boy. Yeah. I don't so, even know what the hell you just said. The Marco's Rachel a, is a mommy's boy. Oh, I meant Mar- I meant did I say Rachel, I meant Marco. Yeah. Okay, okay, Sorry. I see what you're saying now. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sure. Uh, starting to get delirious. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, it's good this will it's a good thing we only did half this book today. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. We got plenty of time. We do got plenty of time. So yeah, let's talk about this good. crazy ending here. Let's this talk about halfway this, point. Right. I picked this halfway point on purpose, uh, because I wanted to put a nice little cliffhanger in here. Um so, you know. After all this chaos, uh, Jake, Cassie, Marco, and Axe, they're walking around, and Axe reveals that those flashes of light on the horizon the other night, those were actually artificial. Those weren't natural flashes of light. And uh, as they're walking, they come upon a giant gorge, and they look down into the valley there, and they see um, buildings and flying saucers. And this is where I've decided to cut the book. (laughs) That's where we're going to end for today. Stay tuned. <laughs> On artificial light buildings and flying saucers. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> what, do, what do you think about my choice of ending here? It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's very, uh, feels very Planet of the Apes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's, I'm... I'm very curious as to where this is going. I really don't know if I'm going to like what this is or not. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm starting to, you know, I'm feeling like the Michael Bay Transformers movies where they, like every movie they decided, yeah, Transformers have been around. They actually helped out in World War II. And <laughs> oh yeah, they were around for the dinosaurs too. They, they, they did everything in human history was Transformers. Yeah. 
but I don't know at this point. Is this Yerks? Is this is this is this robots? I I I don't know what this what the fuck this is. <laughs> Could Maybe be it's T Rexes flying <laughs> flying saucers around. Is this a thing? Like, are these people who came with them? Are these is I is this just a part of history? I don't know what's about to happen here. It's yeah. um, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah. I it's it's one of those. You know, I feel like any other series, you would have been like, they go back in time and there's dinosaurs. And that's a whole book. <laughs> right. You wouldn't get to the halfway point of the book and be like, all right, we've done all the regular dinosaur stuff. But <laughs> but this it's not nearly batshit enough. What could we possibly do? We already had a T-Rex fight them twice. <laughs> there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. Oh, there's places to go. It's just in true Animorphs fashion, it is just like, well, there's no way you're going to I'm I'm not too worried about you speculating about what could happen here because it's like literally not possible. It's too fucking crazy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm I am pretty excited. I might start reading this one early cuz I just want to know what the hell's going to happen. That's good. I'm I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, they should have released it in two parts. Yeah, I they I guess they released it in seven covers, but not two parts. <laughs> they fucked up. Listen, my voice yeah. sounds better now, doesn't it? I guess. Sure. Why not? Yeah, because I got it. It just needed. It just needs to. My vocal cords needed to stretch out. You know. Sure. Sure. Why not? People got to hear the process. That's kind of fascinating in a way. Kind of is, yeah. Do you want to hear the pop culture references from the first half of this book? Okay, let's hear them. There are a fair number. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yerks, if they're in their head, can even force you to listen to Kenny G, Marco warns. Mm -hmm. That would suck, huh? Yeah, wow. Axe is referred to as Cinnabon Chomping Andalite Scorpion Boy. Um... uh, Marco is hanging out with his dad, who I love, by the way. Yeah. Wondering if I had the energy to go into the kitchen to get more Doritos. Same, Mm -hmm. Marco. Same. Same. And then his dad, it's mentioned his dad is eating cheese puffs, which is, I think, capitalized. But I don't think that's actually a brand. Yeah. You know, I always imagine these as those um, cheese balls. Right. But I don't, as a kid, because I, I my dad always ate cheese balls. I think cheese but, uh, puffs is like a generic term. Yeah, this feels, I don't know, could be. Now, I think his dad actually, for a while here, is wondering if he has the energy to get cheese puffs, too. Yes. Right? Like he doesn't he start is. eating them. Yeah, right. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love it. Good. Yeah, it's good. It. Good. They're good. Can you imagine us ever being in a comic book alongside Spider-Man? We'd look like the Clampets. <laughs> and I think it's Rachel's like, or Cassie says, huh? And he goes, you know, the Beverly Hillbillies. They don't mention this time if uh, now those were on Nick at Night. I can tell you that. Unlike Hogan's yeah. Heroes, there's verification of this. And uh, Black gold. Rachel says, Marco, you do realize that Spider-Man isn't real, right? <laughs> it's funny. Uh, this is pretty good. I think Cassie is morphing and says it's as if she were made of silly putty. Mm-hmm. 
We have Navy ships. I don't I don't know if we're, I don't remember if we count that or not as a Do reference. We? I don't know. I wasn't sure. I can't keep track. Whatever. Why not? References to, you know, not really the same, but we have Enemies Are Us, Enemy Mart, and JC Enemy. <laughs> yeah. They've got enemies coming out the wazoo here. <laughs> right, because of all the enemies the Animorphs have. Right. Uh, Mar- yeah. Marco says there's not a single Baywatch girl around, uh, so he can't be dreaming because Carmen Electra, he just says Carmen, is always there when I dream. Yeah, I think it is clarified. Rachel says, like, I I, I was about to tell him Carmen Electra would never even look at him or something. Yeah, I feel like I looked that up because I was like, I don't, because I didn't watch Baywatch. So I'm like, who was on, who's Carmen? Oh, okay. Do you remember, there was a time when Carmen Electra was like, just the just just the the pinnacle of human sexuality in our culture. Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> that being a thing. I don't really I think I was too young to really uh take that in, but I do remember <laughs> that that was like the cultural idea of what a hot chick looked like. It was Carmen Electra. Yeah. I feel like the name's got to be part of it, right? Oh yeah, that's a that's a hot fucking name. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Carmen Electra. God damn. Yeah. Elemist is fucking jacking it right now hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That's what cost that Sario rip. Elemist created Carmen Electra here just so he could jack off. Uh, we find out that Rachel learned about volcanoes by watching the magic school bus. Sure, why not? Magic school bus. Great sh- oh, oh, you know what? That's a scholastic book. Mm, that's true. A little bit of cross-promotion there. Uh, I wrote down Loch Ness Monster again. I don't know. Does it count? I think so, sure. Why not? But, but would it count if they said, like, Bigfoot? I don't I don't think it would. Mm. But I think yeah, it's I the know. fact that there's a proper name involved. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, when they get swallowed, Rachel says, Who did you expect, Jonah? Reference to the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Pretty funny. Uh, Marco says, I'd like to dream about a nice ice cold Coke. <laughs> little product placement there. Just... The rest of these aren't product placement. It's only product placement when Coke does it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I would like to dream about that too. Uh, what is this? Jurassic Park. Somebody says, of course, we got right. the Jurassic Park. Uh, Tobias's uncle specifically would sit in his lazy boy. Mm-hmm. I feel that feels like another very '90s thing. They were constantly talking yeah. about lazy boys. <laughs> yeah, like they there had never been a comfortable chair before. Before the lazy boy. <laughs> now, when people talk about lazy boys, they mean me. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Axe says that fusion is like children's toys for Andalites, and someone says, "So the Andalite toys are us. Must be a wild place, huh?" It's got to be Marco, right? It must be. It sounds like a Chandler line. <laughs> uh, someone describes this as Robinson Crusoe meets Jurassic Park. Yeah. Someone else says, there's no Burger King anywhere nearby, okay? You think they're in Gondor? <laughs> I do think they're in Gondor. <laughs> uh, we referenced Forgotten Boy Scout lore. Okay, I don't know if this is a reference really, but I think it should be. Uh, someone refers to a T-Rex as Big Mr. T. 
Oh, does, I know. I knew Marco was starting to call him Big Rexes the whole time. Was there a Big Mister T? That's good. Yeah, it's right around that part. He says Big Mister T. That's really good. <laughs> uh, Rachel and Bear Morph is mentioned to be strong enough to push over a Toyota, mm. <laughs> which I guess is that's the really strong. Right. Something is like having the Goodyear blimp dropped on top of you. There, uh, the dinosaur falling on Jake, I think. Oh, okay. Then they say they're they're lost, but it's fine because they're not exactly looking for the nearest Taco Bell. I am. <laughs> yeah, I would be for sure. I just got a new reward, so I might be getting some after we record oh, this. Fuck, that sounds so fucking good I right know. now. <laughs> mm. I deserve it. <laughs> it's good for my throat. A Baja Blast is good for you. Yeah, get some volcano mem- menu. That'll smooth out all those ridges. Now, uh, uh, Rachel and Tobias are referred to as Xena Warrior Princess and a Bird Boy. Mm-hmm. You know, Buffalo Bill would have hung up his hat rather than go after these bad boys. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the tries. <laughs> okay, that's okay. The bad boys. And a, another bad one, boys. I don't know. This is like a soft one. They say something is like seeing the Grand Canyon for the first time. Oh, yeah, sure, I guess. I don't know. It's like, a, I mean, the canyon yeah. itself isn't, like, man-made, but the calling it the Grand Canyon is a... Yeah, know? I mean, there's a lot of landmarks you could reference, so this gives you some right. insight into the 90s zeitgeist that the Grand Canyon was... Like, if someone referred know, still... to Yellowstone, that would definitely count, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is this stupid fucking show? <laughs> This is what we talk about. We have to debate what counts as a reference. Like, Listen, what does that even mean? The references are the most important part of Animorphs. No one's emailed us yet to say stop with the fucking references. So I'm, keep doing I will never stop. This is this is the part that I care. I need to catalog them. <laughs> yeah. Look, we did it or under two hours. So, hey, it's still for us. Technically, it qualifies as a shorter episode. It is. This is, and and I kind of figured this would be a shorter episode going in, though. I thought maybe it would be even shorter than this, but well, you know, I came in with the friends trivia and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's good. Thank you for all that help there. Well, uh, we're gonna. I enjoyed the first half of this book. I I am not sure. I have to wait until we finish it to know how my feelings are fully shaping mm-hmm. up. Yeah, makes sense. But I'm excited for that. If anyone out there listening has a comment about uh, parts one or the book as a whole, because by the time we get to it, we'll probably have finished the book. So you can email Easily. us with, with any of those comments or questions, theyerkyboys at gmail.com. We're still on Twitter at theyerkyboys, as am I at Quince. I'm also on threads at Jonathan Estes. <laughs> And you can find my other podcast, Geeks on Trial, on YouTube or on your podcast platform of choice, audio or video, in which uh, my co-host and I settle geeky disputes. Jesus Christ, you're all fucking over the place. You can also find <laughs> – I'll stop there. I'll stop there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, me, you can find uh, on Twitter at DogTimesMcGee. That's it. You on I'm not pretty a fucking soon. all over the place. No, I'm not moving to threads. Going to get threads. you there. Fuck off. Well, you're gonna miss Thanks out on everyone for listening. <laughs> you're welcome. Not you. Talking over me over there. <laughs> you're welcome. But tune in next time. We'll be we will continue actually discussing Megamorphs 2 in the time of dinosaurs, in which uh there are yeah, there's still eyeballs. 
on the Yerky Boys. Yeah.